0: We're entering one of the most dangerous times of the year for families. Christmas is approaching and unfortunately the reason for the season gets lost as retail marketing ramps up. Christmas is an important holiday, it's the day we mark the birth of Jesus Christ. There's no greater cause for celebration than the entry of the Son of God into the world. Without Christ's birth there would be no death on the cross and no resurrection, which would mean no salvation for us, no eternity to look forward to no future hope for humanity. Christmas is therefore a good season to give gifts, but only because it is in remembrance of the greatest gift of all. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John 3 verse 16. For businesses, it's also a time of hope, as many small retailers finally look to get out of the red and into the black. On a financial balance sheet, Red represents running at a loss, not selling enough to meet all the costs associated with running a business, and hence failing to break even. It represents stress, worry and oppression because businesses can't survive by being constantly in the red, especially small businesses. So the giving seasons, of which Christmas is the greatest, represent an opportunity to get back into the black, that is to go beyond break even and start to record profits in their earnings. Some retailers only make a profit over the Christmas season and so they have to make enough to survive for the rest of the year on the seasonal profits ahead. It's becoming even harder for small retailers as we all go to the big stores to get our shopping done all at once, or we log on to the online giants to avoid risking catching the pandemic at the local mall. Some of this is the reality of life, not everything we want to buy is available locally, however let's face it, some of it is, if we take the time to look. Moving from businesses to people though, this is a season of great danger to families. Futures and destinies are affected by what people do with their money as we enter this season of sales. This is because debt-based poverty is a form of enslavement. If you've ever been truly poor, you will know that poverty places restrictions on people's abilities to make choices and live their life to the full. Debt-based poverty increases this to even more severe levels. Proverbs 22 verse 7 says that the borrower is a slave of the lender. One of the ways that poverty, and especially debt-based poverty, enslaves people is by taking away their hope. An extreme example of this is the person earning less than the repayments of their loans. For them the mountain is only growing. Their ability to climb it is decreasing by the day. At which point will they decide it is better simply to jump off the edge into the abyss? Because, as we know from Proverbs 12 verse 12, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And for many the marketing season of Christmas is the living out of this process. Ads create false hope of a longing being fulfilled, but the resulting debt is a deferral of the real longing, and as scripture warns us, it makes the heart sick. You see, hope is stirred in this time of intense advertising and serious bargain bashing, which seems to start earlier every year. We see messages portrayed to us in flashy brochures, screen ads, the highway billboards, and we start to believe that we can have all the material possessions we want. We can even give them away to others. It's in this time that our eyes take over from our God-given common sense. Our personal finances move from the positive black to the negative red because our debt climbs higher as our desires grow greater. Even our generosity becomes a stumbling block as our use of credit well exceeds our bank balance. We want to get the best gifts, and we want to give the best gifts. Our motivation isn't purely selfish, after all, we want to make sure our loved ones get the best so they know we care about them. Parents overspend on their children, and lovers lavish unneeded luxury items on each other. We find ourselves entrapped by the world and its material riches, which we simply cannot afford. Giving gifts is a good thing. It's a way of showing love. It's a representation of God the Father in our lives, and his own character of giving gifts, which we see in James 1 verse 17. However, modern marketing campaigns entice us to buy more and more, to buy bigger and better, to upgrade our already adequate vehicles and devices. Today, that splurge of spending is larger than it ever was, driven by an abundance of temporarily low and even interest-free credit options. In our excitement, the default fees and time limits written in the small print are ignored. It suddenly dawns on us that we can buy our spouse that diamond ring which is worth many times what someone with our income would have spent a few years ago. Reality is shut in the wardrobe as we ignore the practicalities of our purchase. We might not all be buying diamond rings, but what are we buying? How far is it from what we can really afford? What is the long-term impact of our purchasing? Are we buying a gift that blesses someone? Or are we trapping ourselves in debt to impress someone? This is the time of year for us to be as wise as the serpent, like it says in Matthew 10 verse 16. Because if we don't, the serpent of marketing will catch us out instead. You see, just as easy money brings the heaviest burden, and rewards unearned bring the hardest punishment, so the debt beyond our means brings the strongest enslavement. When the hubbub of the season is over and the bills start arriving, we read how much in the red we are, and we suddenly realise too late that we cannot afford all the debt we have accumulated over the Christmas season. The hope we felt before our purchase turned sour, and in its place a wash of hopelessness comes over us and a sickness of the heart sets in. Poverty is one of the worst pandemics of our time. It may be overshadowed by the recent health pandemic, it may be partially hidden away by government relief packages, but it still stands prominent on the street corners of our society. And we need to be aware that at this time of year, it dresses itself up in gold leaf, it buffs itself up with computer-generated polish, it calls out to us convincingly as we pass by. Poverty encourages us to come in and spend what we haven't got so that we can enjoy the grandeurs of empty gestures and gain material possessions which are destined to rust and decay. Just like its friend folly from Proverbs 9 verse 13 to 15, poverty invites us to leave the way of wisdom. And when we do turn in to spend money with it, that we do not have, it has its way with us and then it leaves us hungry, cold, disillusioned and weighed down in the entrapment of debt. What is wisdom for this coming season? It's to review what God has given us. Look at what others need around us and find the balance we can afford. Prepare for the onslaught of advertising and material possessiveness by budgeting now for any Christmas presents you'll be purchasing for others. Encourage others not to spend more than they can afford on presents for you. Avoid taking out loans, credit or any other sort of debt for presents. Give because that is appropriate on the birth of our Lord. Forgive from what you have, not from what you do not have. And finally determine that you are going to be fully present with those around you on Christmas Day, so that you can share together the celebration of the birth of our Saviour, to whom we already owe our all. This podcast was brought to you by faithwithwisdom.com. Our presenter today was Daniel J. Price. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. off. We have a liftoff.